Welcome to the Mastering College Podcast, a guide to landing your dream job. I'm your host, Daniel Botero, and my goal is to help you take away that fear of graduating without a job and instead teach you how to land your dream job. Welcome to this episode of the vlog. I'm very excited today. I have Christian Rivera here with me. Christian, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how we met? Yeah, so uh, like I said, my name is Christian Rivera, uh, third year student out of the University of Central Florida. Had the honor of meeting Daniel a couple, about a year ago, uh, actually at the end of one of our uh, fraternity events. So I was pledging for DSP at the time. What's uh, DSP? Because they might not know. Delta Sigma Pi, okay. professional business fraternity, best in the world, of course. <laughs> um, we had the opportunity to meet because yeah. he's actually the district director for our chapter. So he came and gave a speech to our class and really resonated with me because he was talking about like building yourself professionally, yep. growing your sort of natural God-given talents and yep. had a lot of cool pamphlets that, you know, I actually used and, you know, helped develop myself that semester. Yeah. Um, linked up with you afterwards, heard about your experiences at Pepsi and at their at Pepsi Co. And yeah. at the same time, I was sort of uh, in the beginning processes of interviewing for them. So um, just by the grace of God, I had the opportunity to meet and yeah. ever since then we stayed in touch. No, excellent. I... Christian is one of those students that like um, they just stood out. You know, there's a lot. A lot of times I'm speaking in front of groups, and there's always a handful of students that just really make an impression. And you're like, hey, they have, you know, they know what they want. You can tell that they're gonna do some great things. And Christian was actually one of them. And when and one time when he told me that he was um, interested in, in, in Pepsi and PepsiCo, it was one of, it was one of those workshops that I was doing, yeah. and we had talked about. And I go, like, you know that we're doing on-campus interview mm-hmm. in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I remember to tell you, I'm like, you need to go and apply. Like, you need to go and apply uh, because I think you would be great for that internship. Yeah. And so what happened was that he actually applied, but instead of applying for Frito-Lay, he applied for Pepsi. Pepsi I don't know if you yeah. remember. Yeah. I, no, I remember I, this. I remember I remember because I was yeah. so upset. <laughs> and so if, if PepsiCo is the mother company and there's different divisions and Frito-Lay is one division, Pepsi is one division... And then Tropicana and Gatorade are another division. And they run like completely different companies. I mean, they have different CEOs. And so, but when we do on-campus recruiting, we do what's called the power of one. So we unite our efforts into trying to recruit the cream of the crops when it comes to students. And so what would happen is that when he applied, he applied for the link for the Pepsi internship instead of the Frito-Lay internship. And... I should have been more specific. That is my fault. Well, it's actually pretty funny because when I went to the interview state yeah. process, the HR manager there, I had a really good conversation with her. I mean, we talked for like, yeah. for like 25 minutes straight because she was really interested in statistics yeah. and that's my minor. So we really connected there and she gave me the sheet and it had the applications for the Pepsi internship, the Frito yeah. internship. I think either a Quaker or Gatorade because I had yeah. three. And she circled the Pepsi one with like oh, a bunch of circles. And she's like, I yeah. want you to apply to this one specifically. Yeah. So that's why I saw the thought. And of course, Pepsi, PepsiCo is like yeah. this sort of misnomer. So I did think I was applying to the whole thing. And then yeah. later on, later on um, ended up applying to the other ones, but we couldn't make that work. But it was pretty funny because I remember I was asking them yeah. for like interview tips like a mm-hmm. couple of days before. And I was in the middle of a shift at Steak and Shake because I was working yeah. there as a part-time job to help support myself. And I like in the middle of the shift... I told my coworker, I was like, hey, this is a really important phone call. I need to make this. Don't tell the manager. And I snuck out the back and I stood behind the drive-through food sign. Yeah. And I, we talked on the phone for like 20 minutes, just like 
blasting you with questions about getting ready for the interview because yeah. it was going to be the biggest professional opportunity of my career so far and uh, that really helped me out a bunch but yeah. it, was, it was pretty funny because I was sitting there and like people were driving through talking about like french fries and I was like so how am I going to nail this interview man so <laughs> you know what was funny is so we did an on-campus interview and we'll do the interviews together so the, the HR manager mm-hmm. or the person you interview with Pepsi and I was like hey I have a spot to interview with you and if, with, with Frito-Lay and I got like pretty much in trouble. Like the HR manager from Pepsi called my boss and was upset because she thought I was trying to steal you to free your lay. And I'm like, what? Like, no. And, and long story short, you did an interview with us. Like, I know we did it last minute mm-hmm. and you did amazing. Like mm-hmm. you're probably one of the Thank best you. interviews that Thank I you. had um, when I was interviewing for internships. And even when I was with, it was my, with my coworker, mm-hmm. I specifically told my coworker, I'm like, let's grill him. Like, let, let's give him hard yeah, interview yeah, questions. Yeah. Let's give him a hard time because I already knew I had prepared mm-hmm. you. So I want to make sure that I was going to make you sweat. It was going to, it was going to be hard interview. Yeah, yeah. And you passed with flying co- colors, man. No, I love, <laughs> I mean, interviews is something that I just have always seriously succeeded yeah. in. I got a funny story about that actually, because there was, so at the end of our Pepsi internship, we go through the whole 12 week process. We, I completed two projects, you know, normally they have one or yeah. two. Um, and then you have a big presentation in front of a bunch of really important people. So unit managers, which is people who run a certain lo- a specific location like Orlando, Ocala, and then uh, market directors, which is people who run a, yeah. a combination of units. Um, and so I'm sitting there and they have like a dinner between every, all the interns and all the people from the different regions. So we all get to talk. And I sat next to a guy named Sam, who one of my coworkers at Pepsi specifically said like, hey, if you want to network with someone who's got a good success story at co- coming out of college, and you, Sam, because within something like four or five years, he'd become a unit manager, yeah. which is really rapid for um, even the, the mm-hmm. rapid pace that campus hires are already at. And so I sit there and I'm like, wow, this is the guy, because he came from Georgia, so I'd have yeah. another opportunity to talk to him. And like the whole dinner, his attorney's sitting across from me, and I'm just I'm just asking this guy questions, question, question, because I'm fascinated, because you know, yeah. I have the opinion that whatever company I want to work at, like my end goal, my should naturally be like, I want to be the CEO. Right. So you want to be as successful as you can be. So I was like, you're on a fast path. How do I get on that fast path? And after like the fifth question, he goes, man, what is this, an interview? And I'm like, I mean, kind of, I've heard a lot of good things about you. And he tells me, he's like, for every question you ask me on top of this, the questions I'm going to ask you tomorrow, because there's a question part after your presentation, are just going to get harder and harder. Yeah. And and I go to turn to him and I go, that's all good. I don't mind hard questions. And his intern across from me looks at me and goes, yo, shut up. And I'm like, <laughs> at that point, I couldn't tell if he was being serious or not, yeah. but I thought it was kind of funny. So I turned it back. But then the next day when the Q&A came, like, I was answering some questions. And they were shooting out some real hard ones at me. And he raised his hand. And I was like, all right, what's it going to be? I know he's going to try to make me sweat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he goes, uh, Christian, now tell me about the uh, conversion ratio on your sales during the summer. Now, conversion ratio is total number of sales that you've made over how many sales, uh, like, attempts that you had. And I had actually had that number in my presentation. I had deleted it because yeah. we had, like, had so many rough drafts. But it was just – it was funny because, you know, I think how embarrassing it would have been had I, had I not known what that ratio – what that what that number was, what the, what the term even that's was. That's a hard question. That's a hard yeah. question. But I looked at it at him and I was like, well, actually, the conversion ratio for the summer was right at 13%. I was able to to quote how when I worked at State Farm, mm-hmm. I had a pilot internship for them. I had like 3% success ratio or conversion ratio. So it was really cool because, I don't know, I, I always love like talking to people mm-hmm. and, and those questions. It kept me on my toes, but it's just funny because another example of people trying to make me yeah. sweat. But. So I know I said you're really good at inter- interviewing. Mm-hmm. How do you get ready for an interview? 
Um, so the number one most important thing is preparation. Um, I've always been really good at talking to people. Mm-hmm. So um, extroverts, introverts, you know, I, I feel like extroverts will always sort of be better in an interview process. So if you're an introvert, it's just about preparation. It's about, you know, outworking the competition. So when I got the opportunity to interview with Pepsi, um, I knew that that was going to be my number one target for mm-hmm. the for my summer internship. So I actually scheduled an internship, uh, an interview with Target the day before. Um, not knocking Target at all; it would be a fantastic yeah. opportunity. But I definitely wanted to have a professional internship to practice with beforehand. Yeah. Um, so that was something I did, and then I just researched the company. So I wrote a cover letter specifically for you, and then I spent um, an hour every day for at least three days before the internship uh, or interview preparing for the interview so looking up common questions that are asked mm-hmm. and practicing those um researching information that i thought would be relevant so when i walked into the interview i had three pieces of paper my cover letter my resume and then some notes that i had beforehand on information that i thought was relevant i remember specifically in the frito inter- interview your partner asked me you know why do you want to work for uh pepsi or frito yeah. and i was able to quote specifically like some key morals that yeah. pepsico had on their website um, and gave an example of where Pepsi donated something like a million dollars to a uh, to the Houston Relief Fund. So it's sort of backing up the generic talking points with real specific research. So yeah, if I were to ask you why do you want to work for my company, everyone's going to say oh, you got good values, you got good morals, what yada yada yada. But I was able to come up with specific examples that I had done in my research that I think helped me stand yeah. out there. And, and and it did. I'm telling you because I was in the other side, and then. What a lot of times, like, what you definitely don't see is that after the interviews are conducted, especially when you have multiple people interviewing and there's a limited amount of internships available, mm-hmm. you call, you go to this room and you do calibration. So you actually go and talk about every single person that you interview mm-hmm. and you try to, you give them a score. So after the interview, there's a, a sheet and I would fill out and I said, communication, I'll, I'll give you a rating. And so I would give every person I interview a rating. And so that number then adds up and then you calibrate and you try to fight and say yes, no. And if both of you say yes, then you kind of have to talk it out and say, who do we think it would be a better fit for? And even though I knew Christian and I knew that um, that he what he wanted to do, the girl that he interviewed with Pepsi just absolutely loved him Mm -hmm. and she just wouldn't give it up. And, (laughs) And she actually took it to the next level, got really upset. And long story short, he ended up going to Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually had called Christian. I'm like, Christian, if you had to pick Pepsi or Frito-Lay, where would you go? And he said Frito-Lay. And I told the girl, I'm like, look, what if, if we both like him and we both won, and why don't we let him pick? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Because well, I remember that conversation. Because I had yeah, called yeah, you. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, no, yeah, I'm sure. I want, you know, yeah. I'm sure. And... No, man, they took you. Hey, I mean, but it was all, <laughs> you know, it was, it was all for a good reason. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I still had a wonderful time at Pepsi. I think I would have had a wonderful time at Frito-Lay. Um, you know, my experiences at Pepsi were super cool. Just be, that internship, it, yeah. it's so focused on independence, which is really mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, they gave us, they gave me, me and my partner, two projects. I just had run with it. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely love that. I felt like I developed really professionally, but to work with Frito-Lay would have been super yeah. cool either way. It's cool hearing like the background and all that because when you get interviewed, when you leave the interview, you, you don't know, know, yeah. well, you know they're going to talk about you. Oh, you yeah. know that there's stuff going on behind closed doors. But, you know, that's the first time I've actually been able to hear sort of exactly your specific feedback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like when you're in the other side, of, when you're interviewing, it, it, it's, it's that, you know, like you get all types of interview. You can tell from the first 10 seconds 
if a student is prepared or not. Yeah. Like I, you walk just by the way you shake my hand, mm-hmm. by the way that you are just feeling confident about yourself and your posture or not. Like mm-hmm. I remember you were you, you owned wearing that suit. I still yeah. remember. I think you were wearing a red tie. Like it was that mm-hmm. you made that much of an impression during that interview. Yeah. Um, that I was like, no, like you, you, you're gonna do good, and I had no doubt. Like I know we were texting in the summer. I'm like. Hey, have you received an offer yet? And like, oh, I don't know yet. I have yeah. my presentation coming yeah. up. Yeah. Then you sent me your presentation. I didn't even look at it. I felt so bad. It's all good. It's all good. I'm like, why would I even ask him if I'm not going to do anything about it? I'm like, I'm an idiot. So it was like the next day, and I already yeah. submitted like the final draft anyway. So you know, it was not a big deal yeah. at all. But but uh, I was like, I, I had no doubt that you were going to get an offer even like before you started the internship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before our conversation, I asked you. You know, how confident are you about having a job once you graduate? Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. And like, and he, and he like, you said 100%. Yeah. And so I told him that statistically, 85% of people, mm-hmm. of students are graduating without a job. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk about what makes you that confident about it. Mm-hmm. I definitely just say uh, my experiences within the College of Business. So I feel like business is one of those majors where it just really requires a lot of extracurricular work. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you go in, you you sort of treat it as a day job, you clock in, you clock out uh, of your classes, um, you may achieve a 4.0 GPA average and maybe that'll give you some opportunities, but it's really about what you do off the field, Mm -hmm. keep being involved, showing that you're a leader because so much in the business world is is stuff that you can't teach. So much of it is just experience-based. That's why I think I read a statistic the other day on LinkedIn, like, your GPA is only relevant like three to five years after you graduate because after that, companies just want to see experience sure. because if you get a 4.0, that shows you're good at what? Organization and time management and those are two very good skills to have but there's so much else. Peer-to-peer skills, right. communication, leadership, those are all intangibles that you need to develop through um, mm-hmm. you know, experiences and I just feel like with my experience set, that gives me like just the experiences that I've had give me a competitive yeah. edge to at least obtain you know a job mm-hmm. offer by the time I graduate. Like my resume, I've been, uh, so a little bit about me that I find is, was originally something that I was ashamed about, but now I'm super proud about is that um, I actually failed out of college the very first time. So I went to Stetson for a semester, mm-hmm. right out of high school, didn't have a lot of work ethic, wasn't mentally ready for it, and I failed out. But coming out of that, I hit the ground running at the end of that. I was like, I, I very obviously yeah. have some big things I need to change in my life. So immediately after I like, I went to the gym, like started every day, yeah. I ended up losing about 80 pounds. Um, I started working part time. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, I gotta show you some pictures, yeah. man. Everyone, everyone goes, you don't look like you. And yeah. it's, it's funny because you really do look like a completely different person when yeah. you're carrying on like a whole great Dane around your neck. Um, <laughs> and then started working part time and then full time, helped yeah. support uh, myself. My family was pretty well off, so it was more just like a personal thing. Like yeah. I wanted to be working to help develop my right. own work ethic. So it was all just about self development for me. And so now I'm in a position where. You know, I know what it's like to hit rock bottom. Yeah. I know what it's like to be like punched in the gut by life. Um, and coming out of that, just feeling so much stronger. I feel like I could take yeah. on anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I, um, like, like you said, I turned down the Pepsi internship or Pepsi offer for another internship. Not because Pepsi's not a great company. Not because I wouldn't love to work for them in the career. Yeah. But I had felt on the one hand, I had done enough in the summer to secure at least an interview at yeah. the end of my college career. Because I have one more summer. So school. when do you graduate? I graduate in fall of 2019. Okay, so you have one more summer internship, which is what we're talking about. Right. So I didn't want to have another internship with the same company Mm -hmm. because that would limit my options. And, you know, options are as good as gold. That's really the whole purpose of life to be, have as many options, you know, not be forced into a certain topic. It's about leverage. About leverage. Which is what options gives you. Exactly. Options gives you leverage. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. 
So right now, um, uh, I just texted a mutual friend of ours, Omar, who had an internship with Procter & Gamble. So that's my number one target. My dad actually yeah. used to work for them in the 80s. So definitely my number one thing going on right now, focusing on that. Um, yeah. Just, again, trying to personally develop and uh, make myself better every step of the way, you know? No, great. So, I mean, that, that's really awesome. And I, the fact that you are so clear now what you, what you mm-hmm. want to do, the fact that you, you know, you had already set up another internship with Pepsi um, and you said, hey, you're able to know ahead of time that, hey, I love Pepsi. It was great. But I think that there's more out there for me yeah. and that, you, you know, you didn't burn any bridges yeah. and you and definitely understanding now because I thought you graduated in May. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm really glad because now you graduate in December. You have one more summer exactly. internship, yeah. Yeah. which is like where you would. You want your summer internships to be where you want to work. Exactly. Right? Because yeah. that's where you get the job offers. That's where everything kind of leads. And um, and the reason why they do those internships is, is not because they could go hire another district manager or another sales associate. It's a 10-week process. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, so tell so what are your plans uh, for the next year and a half? Uh, so more just focusing on developing and trying to mm-hmm. further my career. So... The first step is to apply for the professional selling program. So mm-hmm. that's why I added a, another semester onto my college career. I figured, you know, at this point, I'm already going to be a pretty old guy. I graduate uh, at like 23, so I might as well add another yeah. semester because um, that gives me the benefit of having another summer internship. It would yeah. be really nice to add another Fortune 50 company to my resume and then gives me the ability to, to partake in the professional sales program. So that's a program uh, of about, what, 30 to 60 kids? 30, yeah. I mean, when I, when I was in the program, yeah. it was 30. 30, yeah. So and now I know it's gotten a lot bigger. Exactly. Yeah. So, so about 30 kids every summer, and it's a top-ranked uh, sales team in the country, uh, one of the best opportunities you can do at UCF. Yeah. Um, and since day one, being at UCF, I know that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, Maximizing every opportunity is something that you should be doing naturally. So at UCF, I feel like if I receive the offer to to join that program, I'll have checked every box at UCF. I'll be able to walk away and be like, I did everything. And then by doing that, you know, that gives me more leverage at the the fall and the spring career Mm -hmm. fair to say, hey, not only did I have Pepsi, but I'm also on PSB. Hopefully, you know, give me that uh, P&G internship. Because you know that's hard. I mean, Omar is the only person I know that's actually had that internship. No, no, I I know. I actually need to bring Omar on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. uh, He's definitely a personality. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Omar. We're gonna get you. Here. <laughs> Actually, I have to. T- I have to text. I know that uh, we were texting back and forth a lot last semester when he was. Um, he killed it on those competitions. Yeah, but yeah, um, and he was like interviewing for the P and G. He's really outgoing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's really good. Yeah. But that's awesome. So when are you applying? Is it to start in um, January? The for PSP. The PSP. Yeah. So I'd be applying this semester. And then participating in it in spring, so spring and then next fall. Wow. So those are the last two semesters. Because they added that, right? Before it was only you started exactly. fall. And and they, they, yeah, they yeah. added a spring cohort. So um, it was funny because during your pledging for the professional fraternity, you have to interview a bunch of members, a bunch of the current brothers. Yeah. As I interviewed Jesse Crumbly, who was yeah. a member of PSP. And he was like, man, you'd be great for the program. Have you taken professional sales yet? Yeah. And I was like, no. And he's like, you're missing out yeah. because... If you apply right now, you'd be applying for the spring cohort, yeah. and it was something like people hadn't heard, people didn't know that yeah, people were like eight people, ten exactly. Yeah. So it would have been super easy to get in. Not no, but you don't want to make it. You, you want you don't exactly, want to exactly, that. exactly. So, all right, what advice would you give a student graduating high school right now? How how do they succeed um, college so they don't flunk out the first time like you did? And what would you what would you tell them? I mean, that's that's a great question. I'm actually helping out. My 
Hispanic family. He's my cousin, but not really my cousin. My mom's best friend's grandson, who's coming to UCF for his first semester. Um, And it's all about just being healthy. So I think being mentally healthy is super important. Making sure that you're in a position where you are just right in the mind to be able to handle the responsibilities of being independent. You're not going to have, I mean, unless your your family lives in Orlando or those sort of circumstances, you're not going to have your parents, you know, on you all the time to make sure that you're being successful and you're staying Mm -hmm. in the organization. I know that's why I failed out the first time. So just going above and beyond and trying to actively self-develop. So I sat him down yesterday actually and was like, how do I help you this semester? Like, do you need it? Do you, do you feel like mm-hmm. you need help developing a social circle? Do you need help, you know, just learning how to talk to people? Cause he's kind of a shy kid. Right. And he said, no, I'm all good with that. Help me with organization. So mm-hmm. that's an example right there of him looking into the mirror, him saying, this is something that I know I need to work on because nobody's perfect. You right. know what I'm saying? Like there's no individual on this earth that is absolutely perfect. You know, everybody's got stuff they yeah. can work on. So just being able to look at yourself in a mirror and saying, okay, I'm pretty good, but I need to work on X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And like when you hear stories of, of Warren Buffett or Bill Gates or all these super successful people, yeah. they always say, you know, self-criticism and asking for criticism are two of the most important things. So my, uh, my unit manager at Orlando, I asked him for, uh, like sort of my big boss in the internship, I asked him for you know, any like final advice during like the, the time of leaving. And you know what he told me? He said, he said, you got to stop asking for so much criticism. Cause I was asking <laughs> yeah. for like every left and right. And he's like, you, you, you got to be a lot more proud of the way you work because you know, you're doing a great job. Like you don't have to yeah. be so wor- like looking for criticism every step of the way. Um, but that's just who I am, you know, cause I'm, no, I'm, I'm always trying to grow. I, I'm like, I'm very similar to you. And I think that's why we, we clicked right away. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm always asking like, hey, what can I do better? Mm-hmm. And so like w- what made me really successful at Fitter Lane was doing that. Yeah. I would go to my boss and be like, all right, what's next? What mm-hmm. can I do better? What can I improve? Yeah. On? And then I got to a point like, I want to get promoted. How do I get promoted? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, do this. And then I would go back and like, do this. Yeah, like, exactly. So I mean, that's definitely my number. To answer your question short is just yeah. asking for criticism um, in looking for that criticism in yourself yeah. like knowing you're not perfect because you know teenage hubris is a real thing like you think you're invincible and stuff like that yeah. uh, just looking in the mirror and saying it's okay to have faults let me see what mine are and you know let me work on those right. that's the most that's the most important thing you know awesome all right so last question is where where do you see yourself in five years in five years in five years so i'd be about 28 i would be preparing to start my own company so i have a personal goal of i'd like to be my own boss um I do like gold, silver, bronze, a lot of my goals. So like right, for starting so, salary. Wait, wait, how do you, this is interesting. Yeah. How does that work? So, so tell us about your, your gold, uh, gold, silver, bronze goal. Exactly. So I know that in my life, I found that setting, if I set a goal, I always set it super high. And, you know, historically, like for example, best example, I always say, all right, I want to get a 4.0, 4.0, 4.0. And every semester, every semester it's been, I want to get a 4.0. And then, you know, when I start falling behind a little bit. And then you're like, all or none. Exactly. Then I'm right. like, oh, I'm not going to get a 4.0. Why should I even try? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. by having like gold, silver, and bronze, it gives me a couple targets to shoot for. So I, This is the first time I heard it. This is awesome. Well, for starting yeah. salary for me, that's like the main one I've been doing is gold is 90. You know, okay. Really unrealistic, but you know, yeah. you got to shoot your shot. Do, do you know what the average is? Uh, 55. Or average income for the United States? For the average graduate in, like, I call it bachelor's. Oh, no, I don't. In the United States. No, what is it? Like, anywhere from 35 to 40. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Which is why I know 90 is, like, super high, but you got to shoot yeah. your shot. Uh, I met, like, two or three people that have, like, six-figure starting salaries out of college. Salary? Or, well, or, or commission. commission. Yeah, yeah plus that's commission. Projected. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, projected. Okay. Yeah. But that's my goal. And then silver, 70. And then bronze is 60. Um, so 
by setting these sort of like multiple level yeah. things, it gives me targets to shoot for where I can you know, shoot the biggest shot. And if I you know, shoot for the stars and if you yeah. fail, you land on the moon, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what was the original question? I'm sorry. No, no, no. So why do you see yourself in five years? Five years. That, that was an, yeah. I'm really glad you shared that. I'm actually thinking I'm going to do that. Yeah. I, I have a bunch of goals, mm-hmm. but I've never set it in, in gold, silver, and bronze. Exactly. It just keeps that keeps up that instant gratification. Yeah. You know, if you don't win the championship, yeah. hey, you know, I made it to the second round or something like that. Oh, that's awesome. But for me, it's uh, so gold would be to start my own company by 30, silver is 35, bronze is 40. Because I was talking to my girlfriend. My girlfriend and I took a, a really wonderful trip up to Charleston to celebrate the end of my internship. And her internship is, like, consistent. But she yeah. had, like, a, a break she was able to take. And I was just sitting there. And I think we were – we had just come back from, like, touring the USS Yorktown, having, like, wonderful yeah. dinner out. And I was sitting there thinking, like, I want to I wanna be able to go on vacations more than once or twice a year. Yeah. I want to have more time off. I want to be able to work from home. I want to be able to set my own schedule. And to achieve these things, you know – I have to be my own boss. I have to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. As much as I love working for a company, and of course I want to work for a yeah. big company, at the end of the day, I want to be on a path to where eventually I'll be able to take more time off to, to live life. Because life isn't just about work. Life isn't right. just about money. It's about you know going and touring the world. You know what I'm saying? Seeing like the human experience from all point of views. At least that's yeah. my point. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, mm-hmm. if you... On Instagram, Jess and I always... Anytime we have any... Any time to travel, we travel. Like, exactly. Even it's, if it's a two-week weekend to Miami, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 great traveling. It's just great yeah. personally, like, just because it's fun. And you just develop naturally just by yeah. seeing other personalities and circumstances. Right. I've done a couple of mission trips to Guatemala. And just that that puts such great perspective on my life because yeah. you're able to understand, you know, like, I got to be thankful more about that, you know, the kind of things that you're doing yeah. naturally. Yeah. So definitely traveling being such a big yeah. passion of mine it's it's made me set the goal of wanting to be my own boss just so that i'll have the opportunity yeah. to to live life the way i want to live it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's where I, in five years i'd like to see myself succeeding at the whatever company i choose to work for being promoted a couple of times having established a good network that i can then use in the development of my own company so my whole right. plan is to really actively network with individuals within my organization so mm-hmm. that when I leave to either start my own company or, or join a startup or something like that, I have a professional network I can call upon for advice yeah. and stuff like that. Because that's a huge advice for incoming freshmen is develop your network. Talk to your professors. One of the greatest things I did in my career was do a lunch on there with Dr. Messiah. Yeah. In like 30 minutes, I got the best career advice year to date. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So just actively pursue and cultivate, you know, influential people around you mm-hmm. not so that you can use them but just so that you can ask them for advice yeah because like i said experience is is, is the great teacher of everything so if you have someone yeah. who's been working for like 20 30 years they'll be able to help you out in all yeah. kinds of situations uh, absolutely especially if you're a student is that student card like no one says no oh, to for sure no one says no to students yeah no one says no to yeah. the student you gotta you gotta maximize that. oh my god yeah especially if you're like a freshman say you could probably call the point you know they actually just had a had a story where like a 10th grader sent an email to like the the, bank, uh, the CEO of I think Chase and he was just so impressed that a 10th yeah. grader like asked for coffee that he like brought him up to the office and like called like flew his yeah. mom out yeah. like I that. mean the younger you are the more you can get exactly so, and once you graduate college it's so hard for you to get meeting with anybody they're like who are you get out of here exactly yeah, 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 gotta take some summer classes yeah. at Valencia yeah no I, I've known when I was in college multiple entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that didn't graduate they would continue to take on classes so they can have the student 
uh, title. That's funny. I mean, but it, it, it does change it up a little bit. The resources, support from the university, mm-hmm. things like that. And so they would just take like one class a semester. Exactly. And, and exactly. Like that. But I mean, it's just, I mean, from their point of view, it's super inspiring to see young yeah. people like yeah. being so active because Absolutely, there are yeah. people who graduate mm-hmm. in their careers five, yeah. 10 years that, you know, don't cultivate relationships that don't actively network. Yeah. And that's just something in the field of business you have to learn yeah. how to do, you know, whether you're yeah. an introvert or an extrovert, it's yeah. an absolute requirement. And I'll tell you, you know, from someone who's already graduated, you know, I've been six years now, when students reach out to me and even the people that I'm, I love helping. So I, I'm probably the easiest person to get a meeting with, but even like people that I know that when students reach out to them, you think you're being a, as a student, you're like, I don't know if the guy's, he's so busy. You're making excuses for that person. Mm-hmm. They enjoy that. They yeah. enjoy giving back and helping because no one has made it far in life by themselves. Exactly. So someone's had to help that person get mm-hmm. there. So you're giving them an avenue to give back. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, I completely agree with that. So, hey, Christian, thank you so much so much um, for, you know, allowing me to, you know, record our conversation. Of continue kicking butt uh, I know you're gonna definitely make the PSP program I, there's no doubt about it just like I had no doubt <laughs> no I, there's no doubt like, <laughs> I've met a lot you're, you're fine I appreciate it and I'm with you I, I really think you'll graduate 100% 99.9% you're hopefully gotta get that gold medal right yeah you get the gold medal the gold medal be, I'm telling you I'll be tough and I still think you can do it Hey, if you're in shot. sales, you can definitely gotta shoot your shot. Gotta shoot no, your shot. You're gonna sh- you're gonna miss every shot that you don't take. Exactly, exactly. That's again, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart from taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this episode. I truly hope that you loved it as much as I enjoyed making and creating this content for you. My goal is to provide content that's going to help you master college and land your dream job. So if this helped you and if you know someone that should listen to this podcast, please, please share it with them. Nothing will make me happier than to see this podcast grow and make this community bigger so that we can help every student be able to graduate with their dream job. And I hope to see you guys in the next episode.